Cookie, Luis, welcome to the new studio. Gracias. It's beautiful. Yeah, amazing. I miss the old studio. It was good, but um, that building sold. Imagine people wanting to buy things in Osara these days. <laughs> really? <laughs> so it sold. And uh, when I was coming back from the States, they just said, oh, yeah, we sold the building. Go ahead and move out. And <laughs> it was fun while it lasted. And now we're at a new spot. I hope this works. It's our first one. It's an honor to have you back. Um, Cookie, you've been on here how many times? I don't even know. Five, um, six. Yeah, it's been a lot. But you, it's been fun. It is. It is always fun. It's an adventure. Um, sometimes things are more animated and up and down than others. Uh, but today is going to be a special because we have a whole new big announcement happening. I'm always telling you, stop being president of the NCA and go live your life and have kids and do all these types of things. And it seems like a lot of these things are happening. I'm following your recommendations. I'm no longer president of the NCA. And my husband and I are having a baby. Congratulations. Thank you. We have a whole new person into the NCA dialogue. So what's going on? What's he doing here? Well, I'm the new owner to be the new president of the NCA. And well, taking the challenges uh, from now on. How did Cookie convince you into taking this job? Uh, you know how she is. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's very hard to say no. Uh, it took a while, but uh, I've been in the board for a while and um, getting into it. And I think it was the next step. So that's, that's yeah. where I am now. Luis was definitely a natural transition through all the years on the board and uh, his involvement and expertise and knowledge of, you know, local governance and, um, it took him a while because Luis was also uh, president of the recently found tourism chamber. So uh, availability was definitely an issue. But I think that the rest of the board has been very supportive. And also now that we're in a different situation where there's staff and we have been talking about how the board can be more executive that, you know, how it was at the beginning or before, right? That it was more like hands-on doing the actual like day-to-day -day work. Now there's Three people on yeah. our staff. So you're coming into an exciting new time, it seems like. Exactly. And uh, having a, having the right people doing the, all the follow-up in the projects and things it makes a huge difference when it comes to uh, achieving goals. Is that why you're comfortable? Because you feel like you have the right people? Oh, yeah. Otherwise, it wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they are amazing. And it's very easy to work. Uh, we got a very good uh, board of directors uh, that... Strategy uh, are very good on, on planning. Now I've talked with Cookie, and I've listened to Cookie. I don't know how many hundreds of hours, so I'm going to go straight to Louise. <laughs> Can you tell us what, in your mind, your main objectives are as president? Like, what's your goal out of this? What do you want to see happen with your time here as a leader? Well, now we have the challenge of uh, the development in hand with the with the environment and and protecting what we have here, and that's a lot of. Uh, it goes very fast because we, we, the curve is going really high right now and it's not going to change in the next few years. We, so we have to, to be in a position where everybody takes the responsibility, uh, because, uh, we know regulations and, in, and enforcing them is very hard, but it's going to be a lot of, uh, self, uh, um, working, you know, responsibility on doing the, the right things. And for the NCA will be a lot of communication on showing people, uh, I mean, what the impact of their actions are uh, for the newcomers, uh, which they're fascinated with what they see here, but they, they don't know what the, the consequence of their actions are. So that part will have to be uh, hopefully a community uh, 
together to, to, to make sure that they, they understand that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of assumptions about what exists in these towns. And I made those assumptions, right? When I first moved to Nosara 11 years ago, like I came from a place where, you know, getting rid of your garbage was just putting it back outside. And you knew that there was a local government that would take it and, you know, go and do the proper, that doesn't happen in Nosara, or now it does. It didn't happen back then. So, you know, that bridge from what you first thing you're getting when you come into Nosara because it's different when you visit it and it's all beautiful and when you live here and you have to deal with seasonality with strong rains with you know services that are governmental services that are not there maybe to the expectations of what people are used to so you know being that communication bridge and with a focus on um you know of uplifting and having people become engaged and interested about being part of it, right? There's a lot of things that still need to be created in Nosara. And, um, you know, ideally the NCA can be a catalyst to, to engage people so that they want to build these things. So, Kiki, two questions for you. One is what are you most proud of during your tenure as the president and your previous presidency? And then the second question is, what do you think is the most challenging thing that Luis is facing as he steps up? Mm, well, I think that without a doubt, I'm super proud of um, the, the recognition that the association has now in the community. Uh, for me, it has been an honor to be president of the NCA, right? It's like an organization that was founded in 1975. And um, when I learned about it, I was just so impressed about what these people did back then, you know, even today reading the bylaws of the association when it was first founded and they already had in mind, uh, sustainable development. They already have in mind coexisting with nature and being respectful of the local culture, right? Like, cause there were people here already in Nosara, local people. And also there were ancestral indigenous populations, right? So being mindful of all those things for me was, Amazing. So to be able to come to the organization and together with the board and the people who have been there to leave its profile, that's one of the biggest things. And also, uh, the closure of the, of the dump, the Nosara dump. I mean, it was really bad. It was really, really bad. The level, the lack of waste management, solid waste management that we had in this community. And now this is a community that has proper waste management collection with the municipality of Nicoya and recycling collection. That that's, doesn't happen in many places in Costa Rica. So I'm, I'm super proud of that. Okay, so now part two. Challenges. I think that fighting misinformation, it's one of the most important things, right? We're in the era of like super connectiveness. There's like everything is connected and you get information so fast. And that is positive, but that also... Uh, distributes uh, fake news, right? So fighting fake news and no matter how many times you have to say it, but say, you know, that's actually not true. Here is the facts, you know, over and over again. That's a challenge, especially because um, it's a small town and, you know, there's a well, saying we, in we, Spanish. We've told this story a couple of times. Uh-huh. It's a small town. Rumors, you know, can start. So fighting the rumors, fighting the fake news, it's important and, and you know, keeping this policy of being transparent and, and just making sure that, that um, you know, you stop fake news pretty much. Hey, what's the saying in Spanish about it again? 
Pueblo chico, infierno grande. <laughs> okay, so Luis, it's a very similar question. In your opinion, what are you most scared of or not looking forward to? Or like, what are you most preoccupied with? Well, that, that's that's one point, the, the fake news and the, this how it goes. Um, we want to be stick to, to facts and uh, reality of what's going on and, and transmit that information to the, to the people. Um, you, you're in a disadvantage when you go to social media because it goes really, really fast, but you gotta go and check everything before you answer. So, um, it might take you a day to check, you know, if somebody says, you know, Rick just ran over somebody. We have to check all the facts before we say, no, he didn't write, he did it. Uh, so it might look like we are slow or, or, or not have the answer, but no, we got to make sure that we, we have the right, I mean, the correct information before we put it out there. Okay. Now, what are you most looking forward to? I think uh, NOSAD is getting to a moment in, in that most of the people recognize the needs, the, the common grounds and the needs. And... Uh, we are looking to, to work more actively with the other uh, organizative groups, organizations, and uh, ADIS, and uh, the government, everybody, to, to, to drive NOSADA in, in the direction that we all dream about. What would you say to someone like me? I support the NCA. I have for many years. I've been a member for a long time with our business. I don't know how much I've tried to do in my own way to help the NCA. Nobody likes everything all of the time in any relationship. How do you keep us engaged in believing in your cause and what you're doing? Like, it's a lot of listening. I, I will have to sit with you and, and listen what, what your concerns are. Remember that the, um, the NCA is very active in a lot of fronts, right? So obviously you're going to piss some people once in a while, uh, with, because, uh, you know, everything is fine until you go something that, you know, affects me. Like, uh, I don't care, you know, uh, how fast people drive or, I mean, if I put 40, 40 miles an hour or 40, 40 kilometers an hour, I, I would say, well, I respect that. But when I'm in a rush, I say, well, forget it. I'm in a rush. I, I got a reason why I'm, you know, so that day you're going to be mad that somebody calls you out and say, why are you driving fast? Okay. The same is with the NCA. We, we are doing a lot of things, a lot of, a lot of projects, a lot of, and some things you're not going to be uh, in agreement with it. Uh, we try to be as technical and and following the the government the um, the part of the government and all the regulations to do the the stuff we do and that sometimes is is hard to understand so yes it's going to be things that we do that uh people will say oh that's so slow why, why don't you have this why you, you can't do that we're not a police we are trying to 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 work with everybody to fix the things or to bring up to speed the the um, public uh, services and things that are needed to, in order to keep Nosada, you know, in, in the right place. So uh, what I heard you say was communication. You're willing to listen and your plan is to listen and communicate with people as opposed to locking up, especially over something you see on social media. Just ask Cookie my feelings for social media uh, yeah. in this town. That's actually one of the reasons I started this podcast is to kind of take it down. I systematically am going after all the BS. I'm just kind of holding a mirror up to the town by just listening to everybody talk and the publicizing it. <laughs> Absolutely. And most likely, you, you won't see us in, engaging in discussions on social media. Most likely, if, if you have an issue, I will call you and, and we'll talk about it and see to understand your perspective and where that, you know, disagreement comes from. That's interesting to hear you say because at the roundtable meeting we, we went to 
Are you you were in attendance, which yeah. is awesome, by the way. Communication was the whole point of that roundtable, and that's the one thing that he said. Those scientists who came in town, they didn't tell us anything to do. They just said you have to find some commonality and then communicate. And then when you disagree, you still have to go back to that one thing and then communicate. And we're really bad at it here. So what what are your both of your thoughts on that? Well, you know, it's very interesting because uh, yeah, I know feelings are important. That's what we are. But uh, when you put it in writing, it changed completely. Uh, everybody was in favor of uh, sustainable development. Everybody was in favor of the regulatory plan. Uh, the, we all share about the same exactly uh, uh, ideas of what was needed to be done. Uh, but when it comes to talk about them, then we start, you know, feeling emotions. I don't know if we're dragging something from the past or what, what happened. But I, I see a, a bright future in that. And that's what, what we've been talking in the NCA about, you know, this is the right moment to, do, to, to move forward with a lot of mm -hmm. topics that were like taboo before. That's, that's really interesting. I appreciate you sharing all this. Cookie, can we bounce to you on this similar subject? Because the NCA in the world that you came into, a lot happened along the way. We had the building regulations, we had COVID, then we had the building regulations, then we had something else that we had the building regulations. <laughs> like it was bumpy just on that, but the NCA is more than just that one subject. March us into some of the other things that you're working on and you're focusing on, and Luis is going to mm -hmm. be responsible for leading us towards. Sure. I mean, I think that with Luis um, coming as president and also we had two, two new uh, board members, right? Uh, so the board renew a little bit. Uh, as we mentioned before, we have three people now on staff that has been a blessing also. <laughs> and um, we kind of restructure a little bit our annual work plan. And before we always talked about like trails, you know, the NCA properties that are protected, the parklands that are the largest private reserve in the area, right? Um, and community planning. Those were kind of like our three big areas. And now we're segmentating a little bit more, following up and really listening to the needs of the community. And we're talking about governance. So that means on both, you know, on one side, like how to bridge and bring in the government institutions that are the ones supposed to provide as many of the services that are not happening yet. So how can the NCAB be a bridge for those? And that includes the municipality of Nicoya, and that includes SINAC that manages the Austin Wildlife Refuge, therefore our beaches, right? Um, we have a strong focus also that I'm super proud of, which has to do with culture. So just uh, for the celebration of the 25th of July, we've reached out to the municipality of Nicoya. And, you know, 25th of July is, you know, one of the biggest holidays in Guanacaste. We celebrate how the people from Guanacaste, back then El Partido de Nicoya, decided to become part of Costa Rica. So it's a big, big celebration. Um, and, you know, just honoring that and bringing more about the culture of, of the place, that was really exciting. Um, we work also with, uh, have a strong focus now on opening more spaces, similar to what happened with the round tables, right? We were, COVID is, it's, it's a barrier, but the idea is that we can figure out ways where we can open more spaces for dialogue because that's so important. Um, and of course the trails, you know, the trails have been really, really exciting. We just opened a trail that, uh, had been in the work for so long that it's the one that it's finally connecting Guiones through Pelada. So right next to Gabby's place, 
there's a sign uh, already in the, and it comes out the trail on the Peladas tennis courts, right? So that is helping with mobility and we still have a vision of how we can use the trails more uh, all year round because the road has become more dangerous now with the pavement. So how can we uh, give an alternative to people to be more uh, mobile, right? Um, what else, Luis, am I leaving something behind? No, that's that's a very important one. The one that connects uh, uh, Pelada, Pelada, the, the population is growing really fast too. And I think that will uh, relieve a lot of the dangers that we see every day in the street. How is the sidewalk notion idea? Did I, um, can I ask that question? Of course, what, yeah. What's the updates on sidewalks from your perspective in our area? Because Cookie, we talked one time, there was some thought going into it and then along uh, John's property in front of the old banana, you see people kind of a makeshift sidewalk that kind of happened there. I didn't know if that was an, uh, a well-intended idea of, Hey, let's, let's get this going. Or am yeah. I imagining that? Or yes, no, yes. We got a very good project. Uh, I, yeah. Let me tell you about, it, cause actually I'm not going to take the credit. It was Gary from Bodhi Tree, Gary Edwards. He reached out and he was like, I'm super concerned about people walking on the road. It's so dangerous. And so we spoke and he had some ideas on how to create some sort of sidewalk across the Bodhi tree. And, um, he started doing it and I thought this is a wonderful idea. So I brought it up to uh, the Harmony Hotel that owns, uh, that property. And, and so we did the trail. And so the idea was to also connect to that so that it gives an alternative to people. And if you start looking at it at detail, the, I would say, you know, easily 70 or 80% of the road, you could build that kind of trail on the side that would be so helpful for people to, to walk around. So that could be an interesting project. Gensler, that it's a very well-known uh, architect firm, has agreed to donate the facilitation process and the designs. And we're really excited. We just started the municipality, has just completed the topographic uh drawings of the road and the next step now will be to get all the different uh road front owners in the same place and start creating you know how does this looks like um well hey let's pause first and say thanks to gary big shout out mm -hmm. uh thanks for harming team for helping connect again that's a beautiful thing two competitors working together to make something good happen for the community oh well, we're collaborators <laughs> so well competitors can be collaborators yeah yeah I and that's the mindset right i think that the more that we can move to that mindset that we're all here in this town and that we care about this community the better right it's like i don't know going from like a scarcity kind of mindset to an abundance mindset and i think that if something has shown us this town is that there is a lot of abundance people are so interested to come to Nosara, um, which again, it's another, you know, like vote of trust about the development style of this community. So are you okay with the town growing much more, Luis, or would you prefer the town to stop growing? No, I, I think the, the, the town is going to grow anyway. And, uh, it's good. It's good for everybody, but we have to do it in a planet way. We, we, we don't plan much and that's what we're lacking of. Uh, for instance, the water issue, I mean, all the, the rainwater, uh, that's an issue that's going to be, uh, in the, in, in the mouth of everybody in, in probably in less than two years. Uh, it's already, uh, floating houses, all, all of us, like <laughs> where we are down by, by the beach, we got all the, all the water floating in our gardens and in parking lots and, and structures. So, uh, that's a, an issue that haven't been done, uh, deal with yet, but, uh, we're, we're planning on working on that too with the 
people that are responsible. We should give a shout out to WCA. And uh, we just launched that, that episode with Dr. Edgeworth, who got it going. It was well received. I got a lot of messages and people reaching out, um, trying to get people to follow. Shout out to Nick, Nick's type of plan and, and people like that. What a blessing for the community. Mm-hmm. But somebody just rolling into the community doesn't understand all these crazy stuff going on. And the, the more we de- develop, the, the more the people that are coming are, have different expectations. Uh, to the new people that are, are just arrived here, you, you tell them something about the CB radios and probably they have to Google it because they don't have an idea what is that. <laughs> and imagine something so simple, but now when it comes to, okay, you know, you, you gotta leave the, the land like this, you gotta keep some trees, you gotta, uh, make sure that your neighbor doesn't get your water, you know, it, it's all those things, mm-hmm. it's not in their minds. It's not their, their fault that it's the fault of all of us that are here that we don't tell them, you know, and that's the responsibility I was talking at the beginning. It's your responsibility as a re- real estate uh, person, me as a, as a hotel when they come and, and, and to try to explain them and educating a little bit about how it works. Or why something is important, right? As yeah, a member of the community. Because everything we do, we do have an effect and it's going to be something happening. So we yeah. have to be very careful and we have to, to help them understand that. It's not a, a matter of fighting or, or telling them not, not to build or any, no, not at all. It's just to do it in the right way. People have an opinion and then heaven forbid you have a, some difficulty with something or another. We'll go back to the round table analogy. We all found commonality. We didn't think we had any commonality with some of the people who we were sitting beside. That was refreshing. And that approach, it seems like that would work on the new people because if somebody's mad about your organization for something that they have nothing to do with, but they're just mad because someone told them to be mad, that's not helping anybody. And if you truly will listen to people and find commonality and communicate, we might be able to do something with this. Mm -hmm. But you are also signing up for something that's not always fun because I know this from my years serving in NOSAR organizations. There's a lot of times I sit and listen to people and... I'm not enjoying giving. <laughs> I'm not getting paid for it. <laughs> well, then it turns into your thing. Yeah. So, like with the security, I'll, I'll pick on security because you. Because you did know that. <laughs> what would happen is somebody had an opinion or an idea, and they would come bring me the opinion or the idea, and I would say, "Thanks so much. This is awesome. I really. This is nice to hear. This probably can't happen because of X, Y, Z." And sometimes they just locked up. Wait, you shut down my idea. Well, I'm not supporting this organization. You guys aren't doing it right anyway. And people don't like you. And it, 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 like, it, like, then it turns into now I have an enemy. At the beginning of the conversation, I was sitting there trying to hear them out. But then they might bring up something that, well, maybe the government was involved and we have nothing to do with it. The NCA doesn't. Last time I checked, you guys are not a government institution with laws that you're policing things. You're a civic association that's trying to be more of like an environmental pay attention to yeah. this place type of thing. Isn't that what we're talking about? It's important it's to remind important. people that... You know, we are just community members who went from, hey, what about if this happened to like, maybe we can make this happen. So, you know, like, I, you know, an idea is worth nothing unless you can execute it, unless you have the ability to execute it. If you can't communicate, you can't execute it. And if you, you know, like, I'm sorry, but commenting on social media doesn't make a difference. Like I, you know, like, unfortunately, there's not enough people who are willing to go from like, how about this to actually, you know, I'll take part and I'll do it. And that's what we need. I mean, Luis is, and everybody on our board 
we are all just community members who care about this place and decided to take action. So there, there's a need of more people taking action. I think it was a great first step for many of us to see as your tenure as president to go to a community organization roundtable meeting and sit beside people who definitely oppose what you're doing. Yeah. I, that was a good step. Whether I like you or dislike you, I have respect for that. No, I do like you. Obviously, we've known each other a very long time. But what I, I'm, for someone listening to this who doesn't know you from anything, I kind of want to say that. I saw you there, and I, I have respect for that. I think that was a great course of action, and I think if you stick to that, it's going to help a lot. It's, it's a need. It's a need that we hear everybody and, and you know, react accordingly uh, and listen to the, dif the different angles and different things. We, we are not... I mean, far away from perfect or, or from knowing, having all the answers. I mean, the answers are here in the community and we have to hear them. We have to see how we balance that and listen to different concerns again. Um, and this goes back to, to things like when, when people are saying like the regulations, for instance, was a big topic like, uh, oh, I, I won't be able to build here or not, you know, listen to those concerns and see there might be a way to fix that mm -hmm. uh, if, if that really is your concern or, or, or no, I'm sorry, but that's not correct. This is the right, you know, the right thing. So those communications have to happen. Those conversations need to happen. And uh, being a third party organizing that is a lot better yes. because it's not like I'm trying to teach you something or, or educate you about it. No, no, we are not in that. I mean, we, we are there to, to see how can we do better. You know? And so communication is, is a big part day. of what you're going you're, you're, you've, you've said that repeatedly. Makes me think you believe it. Communication, communication. That's a big part of what you're going to be doing. Yes. Don't get mad when sometimes it doesn't go very smoothly. It, oh, God. Just, I'm, jo I'm smiling behind the mask. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just a, a little detail. Um, when we were in the, in the, in the, um, in the round table and, they present, you know, the data, data about different things. One that caught the attention on the table was that about, I think it was like, uh, 95% people say they, they were, they, they were in love with Nosara or something like that. And so one of the persons in the table said, you know, that's very high, you know, that everybody feels like they are part of the community. And I remind me when I, uh, many years ago, I was living in Limon. And every time I ask somebody, uh, where are you from? Everybody say, oh, I'm from, uh, San Carlos or I'm from San Ramon or from, some, from somewhere else. People didn't feel connected and they have 20 years living there. Here, two weeks later, everybody, oh, I'm Nazareño. You know, they just got here and, and we all feel like we're Nazareños. And that's something very interesting, very, very, uh, motivating for me that it's, it's, there's, certain love or, or energy here that attracts everybody. So the statistics must have caught your attention when there was so much in common. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. I, 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 the first time I, I put a step here in, in Guiones and Nosara was in 1980. And uh, since that day, I fell in love. I was like, wow, this is the most incredible place. And always thinking one day I'm going to live here. It was, until <laughs> was it 2012, 2013? 2012, yeah, that I bought my house here. So well, that's a long time ago. Not too much, but we're getting older. <laughs> <laughs> so we're getting, well. Cookie's having kids, and she's not the president anymore. Yeah, uh, it's like hell froze over. Kid, good. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see, but <laughs> um, Rich, uh, super important. 
projects that are coming that we see are going to be like multi-year important projects over the association. Um, the closure of the dump, it's taking us a while. Uh, there is a technical closure, closure process to follow. And we're finally at the steps of hiring the uh, designs and getting the permits. But once we get to that stage where we will be able to finally have a budget, we need to go out and fundraise. So we're going to be, you What's know. What's the time frame when that drum starts? Oh gosh, it's so hard to give yeah. time frames with. Today, today we're going to receive the, the, the plans and then we have to look for companies to, to quote the, the, the work. Once we have that, we can go to the, to everybody and say. Well, we'll, we'll have, Luis, we'll have you back in, mm-hmm. what do you do? Normally every 90 days or so? We'll have an update uh, yeah. as we get to the mm-hmm. high season. I think okay. you should yeah. come back and give us a fresh absolutely <laughs> as we march into the high season because there will be a lot more eyes and ears. Um, yeah. yeah, that's a project that it's also uh, under the supervision <laughs> of the Ministry of Health, right? So there is like a very strict protocol. That's one uh, regulatory plan. As Luis said, it's so exciting to see how people are saying like, yes, we need to agree on how we're going to grow sustainably. And that starts with a regulatory plan. So... We have been since 2018 with the municipality doing the work. COVID was kind of like a detour, the change in governments, but I can tell you that the uh, administration of the municipality on the Goya and the council, they're all engaged and they're all, you know, looking into see how we move forward. It's a long project. We talk about this complex, uh, but we're super committed to keep following on that because it's something that everybody's agreeing on that it's a need and this will address Flooding issues, building issues, uh, so many issues that are relevant, mobility issues, right? So many things that are relevant for the community. And last but definitely not least is our interest in starting a conversation about uh, wastewater management. Both Fill us in on that. Elaborate a bit, please. Rainwater and, uh, you know, great and black waters, right? So it's very common that people here in Osada have septic tanks and... Unfortunately, I mean, I have experienced it firsthand, probably you guys too, but when the rainy season comes, it starts smelling like sewage in the town. And that is because we have been learning so much about our aquifer and our water table here in Mosada. And, you know, without a doubt, the long-term solution of this community is to start thinking about how we can have a community uh, wastewater system, right? That it will that it will instead um, that it will come instead of the septic tanks that everybody has in their houses. That is the long term solution, and that is an expensive, complex project that we as a community needs to start addressing soon. Um, it's it's part of the tasks of the ASAs, and actually the ASA from Plazas de Nosada had come a couple of times, and they have already been playing with that idea. How can they create like a unified uh, planta de tratamiento treatment plant? And we're very interested to, to start having that conversation. I, I use the example of Limon in Puerto Viejo. Puerto Viejo got cooperation funds and they're doing uh, a whole system that they're renewing. I think wow. that Nosara should start thinking about those kinds of things for the health of our aquifer that eats our drinking water too. Well, <laughs> if you got to finish the dump and then you have to get a water treatment system and then you have to... Still hope that the plan regular door, which you and Josue owe me money or uh, lost yes. the bet. I don't yes. remember if it was lunch or a surfboard or what it was, but lunch. What do you mean a surfboard? <laughs> so, uh, I was just upgrading a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I just did yes. it with Josue. That was my first comment to him. I was like, yeah. Luis, it looks like you have your hands full. You have a, a water treatment system that you want to encourage. You want to get 
you basically want to save the world in these next yeah, couple of years yeah. while you work at your other job too. <laughs> well, I, I want to say something else about the water and, and I apply for a, deep, a lot of different things. We, we will hear a lot of time, no, this will work. And that will work when we were just a few ones here. But now we are so many that the, the solutions that we had before, they are not working now. And we have to look for new solutions and we have to be mindful about those and, and not you know, like you say, you close and no, oh, this is how I did it all my life and this is working. Because that's true. I mean, when it rains, I mean, our, our soil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and the rain. Our soil. And people keep coming. <laughs> oh, yeah. there's rain and there's people. Stuff's going to happen, right? And water goes where it's going to go. Mm. Water, water is going to find a way. Yeah. It always does. So that's, that's very important. That, that's great. <laughs> well, we're going to have some fun stuff to talk about and some not fun stuff to talk about. Um, Cookie, thank you for your years of service. I know I tease you all the time. It's all out of love. And I know. I want you to enjoy your life too. And I know what it's like to be a president of an organization that has controversy because I did it a long time and it dang near killed me. So I'm really happy that, I'm really happy that you can enjoy your life and I'm really happy for you and your husband. Thank you. Luis, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> thank you for what you're doing. So for your next episode, when you're comfortable, what I'd love to do is just have questions that people send me all the time. Love it. And then you'll have a chance just to go straight into it. Even better. I like that. Yeah. I know. Well, uh, we had some tough conversations and it's interesting. <laughs> when you know you're doing what in your heart is right and you're doing it for the right reasons, it's okay. That's the, what pushes you to, to keep doing it, right? Thank you for making this actually, to creating, yeah. for creating this space. This space is, is amazing and um, not physically only, but the space of, uh, to communicate, that's, that's incredible and it's a much needed service in yeah. the community. So Thanks thank for getting behind the round table. Supporting that, that was my big gift to know Sarah, really, like from Absolutely. my heart. I've gotten to know Sa Dr. Salas and listened to him so much and agree or disagree with anyone. His point was the same thing we said here today is even if you don't agree, find the commonality mm -hmm. and just start there. At least you have mm -hmm. that. I'm, I'm so grateful to see that happen. And in Osara, especially Cookie, where we were at a, a year or so ago, I never, I, I just gave up basically. Like as far as communicating, like I lost hope because it had just gotten so tension filled and I feel better. I really appreciate it. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Rich. All right. And we'll talk to you in a couple months. Have a good rainy season.